Hey, welcome to Brand Bite, the bite-sized podcast by the Barclay Card Global Brand Team. Hi there, and you're listening to Brand Bite. Welcome. Today, we've got four wonderful guests talking about building the brand from the inside out. They are Barclay Card brand advocates. I think without further ado, let's go around the table and just, uh, if you can just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. To my left, we have... I'm Judith. And I'm based at the Northampton office, which is a very big office, main head office. Yeah, and I put myself forward for the brand advocate role, not really knowing what it was. And it's been great and I've got loads to tell you about. <laughs> I look forward to hearing. Thank you. And to, and to your left? I'm Callum. I sit in the partnerships team within the Bartley Card Payment Solution business. And I'm based in the Fleet office, which is one of our smaller sites we've got in the UK. Lovely. Thank you. And... Um, yeah, my name is Jess. I'm based in 1CP, which is our main London office, and okay. I'm in marketing there. And last but finally not least, we have... It's uh, Stephen. I'm from Stockton on Tees. I work at uh, BCP, Barclay Card. Okay. Brilliant. Thank you. Welcome. Thanks for, thanks for joining us today. Uh, firstly, I just wanted to ask, um, can someone explain what a brand advocate is? Because I'm not quite 100% sure. We did discuss it on our first episode um, of Brand Bite, but... I just wondered if anyone's tuning in a little bit later into the series, if they could, if you could just refresh our memories. Judith, do you want to go first? Uh, a brand advocate is somebody who's passionate about brand. Okay. How we want our written word to look, how we want our behaviours to be, how we want to communicate with our customers and our colleagues, and, and just all follow a same sort of prototype of brand. Is this the first time you've all met? It's no, not. No. We've had a few meetings yeah. over the last couple of years now, actually, isn't it? We've been yeah. part of the programme. What's that normally like, Callum? It's good. It's just a really good get-together. Um, as Obviously, that we've got a lot of sites, so it's yeah, good yeah. to get together, um, discuss ideas, share what we've been doing at all different locations with, with the programme because we've kind of taken it as a site level, so we do different things per site. And just, yeah, really bounce off ideas with each other, really. And what does brand mean to you? Brand means to me the way a company thinks. You, you typically go to brands like Apple, Mm-hmm. You know, we think of Apple, we see quality, touchy-feely, yeah. you know, a lovely product that you want to buy and pick up and stroke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Innovation as well. Yeah. There's certain brands that come out with certain characteristics as well. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and Barclay Card is, is innovative yeah. as well, right? Yeah, yep, absolutely. So we want to make sure that we have a brand that everybody wants to know about, mm-hmm. uh, relates to, recognises... And as I say, we're easy to understand and, e- and easy to do business with. And we're consistent. I think something that, especially through our principles, is really important is that we're actually saying things in the same way. Because when you're such a big organisation, you want to make sure that things are brought to life consistently, however you say them, in whatever mm. way you say them. Sure. And I think that's why things like brand principles are really important. Okay. So, Callum, do you mind just uh, explaining why you became a brand advocate? Sure. So um, my role as an advocate is very much I'm a colleague. I'm looking to help colleagues as well. So um, if they've got any questions about brand, what they should be doing, what they should be using from the um, brand toolkit we've got available to us, that's very key to me. Um, And then also just from my actual role, it's just great to understand more about the brand. So all the training courses we've been through to become an advocate, that's just really helped in my day-to-day role as well. And I, I understand you come from a marketing background. Yes, yeah, so I, I studied a couple of marketing modules at uni. Oh, cool. um, so it's kind of been a, a bit of a key interest to me, just yeah, naturally yeah. having studied this. And it's been great to see it in actual, in real life practice. Okay. And Stephen, tell us uh, a little bit about yourself and how you became a brand advocate. Yeah, of course. Um, I was approached to be a brand advocate after a brand session that we had in Stockton. 
Mm. Um, I didn't actually know much about it before and I hadn't applied to be the advocate, but I used to be used kind of to do a lot of internal emails and comms. And I didn't realise how off-brand they were until that initial session. <laughs> and uh kind of scared me a bit that I thought if ever people got sight of those. So I thought I was taken a lot from the session and afterwards this kind of said, are you a lot interested in that? I asked a lot of questions. Would you want to be an advocate? So, Because it's, 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 it's voluntary, right? You, it is, yeah. So how come, what made you sort of want to get and be a part of that? I think it was just I felt kind of inspired after the, the initial session and I thought, kind of looking throughout the office after it, seeing a lot of the things that had not noticed before and it kind of made me aware of the kind of consistency throughout the office and the, the different communications and how my emails were a lot inconsistent to those. Yeah, is that your favourite part of it, so the written word? I think a lot of it is kind of how it makes you feel when you realise that there's kind of a, a brand and the principles behind it, so even kind of bringing it to life into your day or like creating unexpected delight for customers. It's not something that was at the forefront before, but kind of being aware of the principles that makes you maybe go that one step further to, to create those moments for the customers, which I think in turn creates a brand. You mentioned being off-brand. Can you explain to some of our listeners what that is? Yeah, so I think a lot of my, my past kind of communications across my teams were not on-brand because I wasn't aware of what the brand was, but it was kind of 12 different coloured fonts, every different line, a different colour random pictures from Google shot in. I think when people were receiving the, the emails in their inbox, they were thinking, oh, that's, that's one of Stephen's emails, read it. If they wanted to delete it, if they see my name, I thought that's particularly one of his, where I think the important about being on brand is somebody gets an email in their inbox, they think, oh, it's, it's Barclay card, it's something to do with, with me, it's something that's important that I read, and it looks like all their other emails, and it kind of resonates that it's something that they should read. Mm-hmm. So, Judith, um, can you just tell us a little bit what, what about why you became a brand advocate or what it was that sort of started you down that path? Okay. An email came round at work and it said, brand advocates wanted. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what's that? Had no idea what it was. Obviously never heard of it before. But I thought, actually, I, I'm, I'm interested. I, I want to know more about that. So the first thing that brought me to the brand advocate role was curiosity. What okay. is it? Yeah, is yeah. it going to be something I enjoy? I don't know. Let's find out more. So I put my name down and, and waited to see if anything happened. And, and sure enough, I was invited onto it. So that was the, the first one. Um, but also I wanted to, to actually challenge myself to something completely different, completely different to my day job, something that was a bit more creative Okay. Yeah. Um, and something that you could share with others and, and learn as well at the same time. Right. Okay, that's interesting. So you guys, you keep saying about the, the Barclay brand principles, which we've spoken about during this podcast series quite a lot. Uh, but for anyone who's, who's new, um, do you mind just taking a second just to, to run through them? Judith, would you like to go first? If people yeah. can pick one out and just yeah, explain I'll, it a bit. I'll take the inspire confidence bit. This is what, what we want is for everything we do to inspire confidence in our audience, whether that be a, a colleague, whether that be a customer. So we want everything to be you know, really clear, really understandable, that they've got real confidence in everything that we're doing and that we're going to deliver what we're promising. So that's Inspire Confidence. Nice and succinct, thank you. The second one is brilliantly simple, and this is around everything everything we do should be really nice and easy, and if it's not that, we shouldn't be doing it. So just make things really clear for our customers and for our clients as well. Lovely, thank you. And Jess? So this one is about encouraging progress and that, that's about looking at innovative ways to meet the needs of our customers. So they always feel they've progressed after every interaction with us. 
Nice. Lovely. And Stephen, could you just... Uh, the, the last one is uh, Unexpected Delight, um, which is kind of one of the ones that are my favourite, at least, because you're creating those moments. You're not necessarily having to give mm. customer a fantastic gift after every interaction, but it's creating those little pieces that kind of over and above to make the customer then go away and, and remember Barclay Card and the brand. Yeah. Lovely. So that's one thing I wanted to just understand. So how do you maintain that consistent level across everyone's sort of brand ideas and brand outlet? How do you make sure that everyone's doing the same thing? Do you sort of, is it an email thing? How do you stay on the same sort of path? Or is it sort of, you need to keep it a bit more diverse and you have your own spin on things? There probably is different things for different sites. Mm -hmm. I think Fleet and Stockton, the, the role of the brand advocate is maybe a bit different because there's not as many people related to the brand on the site. Okay, right, that makes sense. I think where I, I like is we've got like a community website, so everyone kind of communicates via that, and it's a bit like a, a social media platform. So if you've got a question, you can ask it, and then Judith straight away with a response and mm. kind of help each other that way. So that so there's a bit of a community feel, right, Definitely. about the brand advocates. And how many how many brand advocates are there? I think it's about hundred across. It's a global program, so we've got yeah, yeah all of the European offices are involved as well. So yeah, oh, wow. where's our farthest flung? India. <laughs> India. Wow, that's amazing. Mm. Oh, wow. We're quite diverse. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's <laughs> no, really, really lovely. And, and would you recommend this to anyone else? Definitely. Um, I'm quite often approached, actually, for, for people to get involved in it. Mm. What we've done in Northampton is because, as you said, it's very difficult to communicate to a lot of people mm. and sort of get everybody on, on board. So what we did was we actually approached some people who were interested and made them champions Okay. So whilst they weren't on the advocate program and they weren't in the, the wider community, they were based with us, learning the skills. We did, you know, lots of little workshops and everything sure. to spread the word. And then they were able to spread it within their individual teams. And the whole the whole kind of principle behind it was that you learn the principles, you learn how things should look and feel, mm. um, and then you take it to your team and you put it into reality. You change that document that that's gone out to the colleagues that nobody understands. Right. You change the way it looks. You contact our customers in a way that they can understand. So it, it really was fanned out by lots yeah. of people within our merchant service area. Right. And then there's other um, brand advocates within the Northampton site who probably do the same sort of thing within their own little area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's that collaboration aspect that you talked about earlier. Is, Absolutely. It's key. Yeah. So we've, we've been talking about brand advocates, um, obviously, because you are all brand advocates. Um, and we said that, you know, anyone can join and be a part of this amazing program. So could you just give us, if someone wants to just jump in and just let us know what the, you think those key qualities are, or if there's anything you'd need to become one? I think for me, one of the main things is just willingness to mm -hmm. get involved and help. Um, obviously, it's, it's an additional role to our day-to-day -day jobs, but just that kind of passion for helping colleagues and doing something a bit different, I think that's one of the key things from my side anyway. Okay, thanks. Um, Jess, what's the most effective um, thing you've implemented or, or sort of thing that's gone out that you've enjoyed the most? So because of my day job, I actually work in marketing. So, so much of my stuff is brand dependent, shall we okay. say. So there's a lot of collaboration we do throughout the days, the weeks to, for example, to make things brilliantly simple, to create unexpected delight for our customers. So, so on a day-to-day -day basis, the brand is so intrinsic to everything I do. I think one of the more interesting projects that I've worked, something that we called unexpected delight. And that was something we, it was around Easter. Easter, yeah. <laughs> and it was something that we did on our floor. And it just really brought 
the brand principles to light in a different way. So it was really unexpected delight because people Mm. didn't expect all the things that we did. And some of it was really, really humanised the brand. So it was, you know, we had people dressed up, we had eggs all over the place. It was just a really nice way to Mm. use brand principles to for a colleague event that for me was very different as opposed to, okay, so how does this look in certain communications, in the video, in all the Mm. stuff that we're doing at a day-to-day level? It was about the colleagues. And that's much more what you do in Fleet from a brand advocate perspective, isn't it? Absolutely, yes. So we try and make it fun ultimately for colleagues as well, something a bit different to their day-to-day desk jobs. Um, So we think one of my favourite events was we had a photo booth down in Fleet for the day. (laughs) And like you can imagine all the wigs and face masks, all that kind of fun stuff. So yeah, I got some really funny photos at the end of that, just something completely different and random to what you probably expect to see when you turn up for work at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) Stephen, what have you had any original ideas come through i think it's just internal communication so one of my favorite parts of the brand training that we got is to to raise a nod and a smile and to get people smiling and laughing and i think that's partly why i joined because when we had the training initially i played quite a humorous video that was kind of shown a call center in like a like a bar mm-hmm. so somebody went to the bar for a pint but then they were asked to move into another queue while then they were put on hold physically like a customer right. would in a contact center and probably shouldn't be as funny as I found it, but made me really belly laugh. And I think that's kind of what I kind of felt enthusiastic about joining this programme because I think anything to do during the day that can make anyone smile kind of brightens up the day, yeah. makes it feel worthwhile. So kind of just comes a, a smile on someone's face. I think that's great. You know, if, if I always try and do that in my everyday life. Yeah. Brilliant. Especially for, for brands like us that uh, some of the products and services are, are much sort of relevant for everyone's day-to-day life, they're not that exciting. So actually, if we, if our brand can help deliver some of the brand principles, it really makes our brand resonate with our customers and make people aware of us from a brand perspective. So then ultimately that will help us from a business perspective. Yeah. So I think actually giving our brand a personality in some respects is a really great way to differentiate us from our competitors. Sure. Yeah. We want to get away from this, the stuffiness of it. Yeah. Um, you the know, world of banking and Absolutely. Finance, yeah. And you know, people like yawn at the thought. You mm. know, it, it shouldn't be that. It's something that everybody needs. Um, everybody needs it for their everyday life and for, you know, for buying houses and all sorts of stuff. So it really is relevant to every single person in, in the world, really. And we just want to make it more interesting and more, I don't know, accessible to everybody. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. We're on the business side rather than the card side of the business. Sure. And with regard to how brand advocacy has fitted with that role, it's fitted in a number of ways. First of all, from my perspective, it's taught me so much Mm -hmm. and has encouraged me to improve my um, IT skills, my use of PowerPoint, my use of fonts, understanding that when you make a colour, it's made up of different numbers. I hadn't got a clue about that before. <laughs> so really, really basic things yeah. like that. I've learned so much from, from being part of this program. And it helps on a day-to-day basis, as we've already mentioned. You know, even just sending an email should be in a certain look and feel, certain size of font, certain colour of font. When you send out a communication, we bring all the experience principles into that communication. Is it clear? Is it simple? Is it encouraging progress? Yeah. Does it look good? Are they going to read it? So it really is relevant in every area within Barclay Card and certainly within merchant services. So, you know, it definitely, as, as you both said, being part of this program has not only helped the company, but it's helped you as individuals expand your own skill set. 
Discord link. So when we talk about um, the brand experience, I know a couple of episodes ago we went to the Barclay Card Presents British Summertime Festival, uh, which was incredible. It was a great experience for me. Uh, has anyone here been to the festival? Um, we actually went the year before this year, um, and it was in a non-music day, but we went as a, a group of brand advocates. Okay. And this was kind of my first trip out as an advocate, so I got to meet all the other advocates for the first time. Yeah, yeah. So we really don't, and because I was on my own and I was a bit on my comfort zone, but <laughs> such a great day, and I think we got the person that kind of runs the show, kind of take you behind the scenes and show you how it's implemented, and now they're mm. even down to the bins, the kind of brand principles sat behind everything in the, the whole park. It was a really incredible day, yeah. and he enjoyed it. Um, Callum, did you, you went recently, right? Yeah, I was there this year, actually. I was there on a non-music day, but we had a nice surprise because we actually saw Michael Bublé do a sound check. So, ah, yeah. Amazing, <laughs> classic bit of Bublé. <laughs> so if you guys were to sum up your experiences as a brand advocate in, say, one or a few words, what would they be? Judith. Mine would be eye-opening. Nice. And why? Because, I, like I said all the way through, I've learned so much. We've touched on the fact that you look mm. at brands in a totally different light, our own brand and other people's brand. Mm. I've learned so much along the way with skills and, and communicating with other um, colleagues and customers. Yeah, eye-opening to me. Eye-opening. That's a good one. Callum. Um, for me, I'd go for energising, just yeah. because of the, the different advocates I've met in the past couple of years, but also the colleagues as well. Just yeah. been something completely different to my day job. Um, and we've done some really cool things throughout the programme as well. Great, thank you. Jess, got one? Um, or, a, or a sentence? <laughs> well, something, something that Callum was saying, I totally agree with, but I would say it was really good fun. It's really fun. It's a really mm. nice group of people, and it's so different from my day job that it's kind of quite refreshing in some respects. Lovely. Thank you. Stephen? Yeah, um, <laughs> that's the enthusiasm. I think I've worked for Barclay Card for 11 years, but since becoming an advocate, I've got a brand new kind of enthusiasm about working for Barclay Card. I kind of feel energised and to steal someone else's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud to, to work for the company Brilliant. that I think had kind of been brought back to the forefront because of the, the brand advocacy programme. Brilliant. Well, thanks to our guests for being here. It's been a wonderful experience. It's been energising. It's been eye-opening. It's been fun. It's been everything I wanted. So thank you for being here, guys. And to our listeners, tune in next time. Barclay Card. Start today.